If you are stuck in the grind and don't know how to get moving, if you have lost your dream or struggle to know how to make it happen, if you have been dreaming of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Add Value Entrepreneurs podcast will help you transform your life with tools, knowledge, and support that will allow you to create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from the work they do so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. This show features interviews with people who have already created success in their lives and businesses and stories about everyday people living extraordinary lives. It's time for you to add value. Today's guest, Christy Newland, is the founder of Polished Industries, a company committed to inspiring and equipping at-risk women to enter the workforce with confidence and marketable skills. Polish does this through the sale of personalized gift box, boxes and baskets that the women are employed and trained to assemble. The women experience a year-long program to build up their self-esteem, raise their self-worth, and equip them for that next level in the workforce. Polish provides gifts that give twice, once to the recipient and once to the women who are employed to assemble them. Polish gifts are a beautiful way to say congratulations for that special occasion. Way to go, recognition for your employees, or just a thoughtful gesture to say thank you to a new or existing client. They also make great silent auction gifts to support that charity fundraiser when you don't have time to get something special. I'm grateful that Christy is here today to share her story. Wow, Christy, I'm so excited that you're joining us today and, and going to share a little bit about your journey and, and your story. And um, why don't you just share a little bit more about um, your company and the journey that took you to, to starting um, your company? Um, well, my name's Christy Newland, and my company is Polished Industries. We also are known as Polished Gifts in some areas. Um, I was a psychotherapist for over 20 years, and I worked a lot with uh, girls that were in the foster care system, and I saw them age out of the program without any place to go or any support. And I noticed that for the boys, um, they had places to go. They could be an auto mechanic or they could be in construction or anything like that that they wanted to do. And the girls could too, but that really wasn't a traditional path for a girl to go. So the girls I saw were stuck with uh, retail jobs or fast food, and that really doesn't pay very well. And so I decided to start a business um, that I had uh, started in 2002 I had a party favor and gift uh, basket business, and I closed it during the recession in 2008 when nobody was purchasing anything at that time during the recession. So I rejuvenated the, the idea, and then um, God pretty much placed on my heart that, yeah, this is what you're going to do. And I argued with him for about three weeks, and I lost um, because he just really – wanted me to do this. And I really didn't really want to start a new business. I wasn't really hot on the idea, but of course he's the guy and he speaks and you listen. So um, that's where the the business grew. And I started it with um, not, really a, not a real clear plan of where I was going to go or how it was all going to happen or even a name for the business. And 
So I had kind of uh, played around with some names and nothing really stuck and stuck. So one weekend I just prayed and I said, well, God, this is your business. And so please give me a name. And he came up with Polished. And so the idea is that we bring the girls in and that work for us. And then we um, polish them up and we send them out with some skills that they can use in the in the world. So um, so I developed a program where it's a year long program. And every quarter we work on a different skill for the for the girls that come work for us. Um, I use women that are like 18 years old and up just because they're just a little more mature and they're either out of high school or out of high school age, at least. And uh, they can make decisions for themselves and they've aged out of whatever program they've been in by that time. And so we, I developed the program where the first quarter is basically we're working on basic skills. They don't have, usually don't have eye contact skills. They don't have social skills. They don't really know how to talk to people. They don't have a lot of confidence. Some of them don't have never had a job before. So I even have to meet them at the bare bones of, you know, if you're not going to be here, you need to call me and tell me you're not going to show up. Or um, if you're sick, you need to let me know. And if you're having uh, any anything that happens that's going to affect your work performance, please tell me. So we, we do that basic foundation. The next quarter, we work on basically uh, them working a little bit of working on their own. So they'll get some assignments and, and then I let them go and go do it. And then I go check on them and make sure that they follow directions and that they've done it all okay. And then we correct whatever needs to correct and we talk about it. The third quarter, they get a little bit more uh, responsibility. They can design a gift on their own. They can, uh, whatever their interest is, is where we start to, to grow with them. Whether they want to learn computer skills or they want to learn marketing skills or they just like the design business, we can work with whatever they want. And then the last quarter is designed for where do they want to go um, in their life? Like, is there some area that they'd really like to work in? Or is there a career that they're kind of interested in? Things like that. And then uh, we work together to try to find some resources for them. We build a resume for them. We practice interviewing, things like that. Sometimes we have to get them an outfit so that they have an interview outfit that they can wear to their interview. So, so that's the basic program and it's um, designed to um, be about a year long. Um, COVID kind of changed that program and that whole plan uh, with the one gal that's working with me. But um, anyway, that's what it originally was designed for so that we'd have women coming in and then going out, uh, you know, all the time. And then we'd have the, the women that had been with us longer um, kind of mentor the new ones that are coming in so that they can get some skills that way too. The product that we have is gifts. And so we sell corporate gifting programs. We want to uh, get in with uh, corporations that have steady in steady uh, need for baskets for either or gifts for their employees or their customers or anything that they want to show appreciation for, a gratitude marketing program of any type. And we can design it for them. And then we implement for them. We have several realtors that we manage their client list. And so we um, we just monitor it. So they tell us they want a gift uh, sent at closing six months later and a year later, and we monitor all of that for them. They don't have to 
keep track of anything, we do all that. And so I'll just let them know, hey, you have this gift coming up. Are you, are you, are you still okay with us sending that to that person? And then, then they tell me yes or no. But they really appreciate that because they're busy and they don't, they're busy getting new business. But they also see the benefit of appreciating their old business, but then they don't have time to monitor that. So we're a little bit of an extension of their of the marketing team. So all they have to pay for is the gifts, and then we provide all of that for them. And we also have a birthday program, same thing. We just monitor uh, whoever's a client list, and we send out the birthday gifts, birthday cards, whatever it is they've ordered from us, and they don't have to monitor that at all. So that was nice. a long answer. <laughs> it was very long. That's great, though. Thanks so much for, for sharing. So in, in growing your business, um, what have you seen as the, the value of connection? Well, I think there's two levels. Of course, we connect with, I have to connect with these women because they have been a little bit um, beat up by uh, the world oftentimes, and they don't have a lot of trust. They don't have a lot of uh, skills that, that they view as marketable. And I view them as um they're just in the rough right now and they just need someone to believe them and trust them. And, and much, many times I'm talking to them about their personal life and they may be having trouble with some personal area in their life. And then we talk about that and, and I offer suggestions of how they can fix that. And they wouldn't get that with a normal boss, um, you know, at fast food, they don't care. They don't care if the person's having a hard day or that they've just really had something horrible happen to them over the weekend or whatever that inf impacts their work performance. So we talk about that. And then on the flip side, um, with our customers, they want us to know them and we want that we have to be an extension of them. So I have to know our customers' personalities and what they would send out if they were making this gift their own. And uh, so that takes a little bit of personal relationship because they have to trust me that I'm going to send an appropriate gift to their client and they don't ever see the gift. And so if I'm sending something that's off color or inappropriate, that's going to reflect on my customer. It's not going to reflect on me. So I have to be very conscious of that and, and what goes in the enclosure cards, what goes in the gifts, uh, have to be very conscious of, of, of all of that. We have two two slogans. One is we're the gift that gives twice. So one is the the girl the woman receives a gift from us and in the program and through the order and then the the recipient of the gift receives a nice gift. We uh, we say that we deliver joy because that's what we do and we're we're usually greeted at the door with big smiles and oh who sent who sent me something everybody likes to get a gift and we also say that we do all the work and you do all the credit. And people like that too, because that's exactly what happens. We don't we don't have any contact with the recipient usually. Right. Wow. So obviously, your 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 little fight with God is a big part of your motivation. But what else it motivates Christy and keeps keeps you in the game? Uh, I think helping women, these young women. Uh, I worked enough with them in my counseling practice to know that. They don't always get the same uh, opportunities that I've had, and they have had some real tragic things happen to them, deaths in the family. They've Their mother died or their father died or both, and they ended up in the system because of choices that were not their own. 
And um, so, and, and, and people are busy and they just don't usually take the time just to sit down and say, what do you, what do you want? What do you want in their life? And it really makes me sad sometimes when I meet with these women for the first time and I say, well, what's your dream? And they don't have one. And they've not been, they've not even been given the privilege to have a dream. They're just looking at the day-to-day survival. And so that makes me very sad. So our hope is that by the end, they have a dream. At least they they can, you know, have a little bit of hope and and see a little bit of future for themselves. Maybe not way far out, but just in the the near future. So the women really, they really impact me. They're they're a big part of why we do what we do. Absolutely, that's that's awesome. So. Let's talk about the value of, of mentors. How have mentors been beneficial to you? Obviously, on the other side, you're mentoring these young ladies, um, and so there's a there's definitely that that mentor role. Your what have been the value of mentors for for you as a entrepreneur? Well, I think my probably my first mentor was my dad. He was an entrepreneur from the get go. Um, he was, he, uh, had an eighth grade education and that was it. And when he, uh, passed away, he was a multimillionaire. So he has just, uh, been an inspiration for my whole entire life. And he, um, came from, you know, not a great place. They didn't have a lot of money. And so he really worked his way up and he learned on his, he was a self-taught person. And, um, to me, that was a really awesome skill that he had. And he did not pass that on to me because I have the entrepreneurial part, but I didn't get the self-taught part. Um, So I've had to reach out to different people to help me. And um, when I've had a hole in my knowledge or a hole in my talents or my skills, I've had to reach out to people and say, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. And I've had some good ones and I've had some that led me down the wrong path. So I've had both both sides of it. Um, so they, I think mentors is the way to go. Um, you know, being part of your mastermind group has been incredible because we not only get you as a coach, but we get the benefit and the knowledge of everybody that's in our group. And we have some really brilliant, smart people in our group. And so we all learn from each other. And I just really like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so let's talk about obviously for your business model contribution is is a big a big piece of of what you're helping people accomplish um, and obviously the driving force for you is being able to contribute to these these girls' lives um, but contribution as a as a character trait or contribution as a a way of life how, how has that impacted you and and your ability to grow um, and, and communicate about contribution to. Well, I've kind of always been a volunteer and tried to help different organizations. So that's just been kind of part of who I was. And then to turn it into a business, um, I don't know, I guess it was just a natural progression for me to be able to do that because when we look at our bottom line, it's not always the rosiest, but then I can look at who we've helped. And so that's, that's, that's what it's about. It's about, um, 
you know, taking a girl that didn't have any eye contact and now she can talk to people. Um, or, you know, and even on the other side, taking, um, we've delivered gifts and we've heard this more than one time, you know, I was having the, the worst day and then your gift arrived and it really brightened my day. So it's both sides. And that's what's been a little bit of a challenge for us to market and to, um, to grow it is because I've got these two sides. I'm always trying to balance here in it. And it is a, it's a show sometimes. So I'm like, well, I don't know what, what I'm focused on today. Um, so it, but it, giving has always been part of me. And I guess I don't even know how to do a business that where I would make the money and keep it all. I, I don't even really know what that would really look like because that's never been my makeup. It's always been, okay, I may, I made the money either. I'm going to tithe with it or I'm going to help somebody else with it, or I'm going to see somebody else that needs something. Um, even through my counseling practice, I, I still am in contact with some of the girls and um, I was able to help one uh, girl that I, I hadn't seen her for, gosh, probably 15 years. And she got adopted into a family that wasn't the greatest. And so we were, um, we were always in contact a little bit. Um, but Facebook helped, of course, to help with that. And she was really creative and really artistic. And she um, needed a machine to help her create decals. It's called the a cricket machine doesn't mean anybody to anybody else, but anyway, it helps you create decals on the computer that you can apply to um, mugs or any type of a container, or you can also make t-shirts on there. And she had all these brilliant ideas and she couldn't afford the cricket. So we bought her one. And um, so we launched her business for her and she just is going gangbusters with it. So it's just, it's not even, um, women that help that, that are physically working for us that we try to help. So um, I've also met with other girls that I've counseled and talked to them about some of their business ideas and, and help them kind of get a guide, uh, a direction of where to go and what they, what type of um, schooling they'll need, what type of education they'll need, talents and things that they'll need. And then, then I, send them out the door with, with a little bit of knowledge. So if, if I, if I expand it out to who I've really helped, it's not just the women that have worked for us. So that feels nice because I've had it pretty good. You know, I had a, a great mom and a great dad. And so, and these kids didn't. So whatever I can do to help and women need help. We need to stick together and help each other. Absolutely. Um, so what, what's been the, the biggest factor in being able to, to believe in yourself? And obviously I know that that's a journey and, 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 and constantly needs, needs refreshing, but what's helped you with your self-belief? Oh God, you know, it's his business. And, and I'm also always asking him, okay, I, I tried this and it didn't work. So what ideas do I need to do different? What do I need to try? What, where do I need to go? Who do I need to find in my, in my life? Who, who, what's, what do I need? Cause I'm, I'm failing miserably this week. So, um, you know, he is just my board of directors, you know, he just is always there and he'll listen and sometimes he'll plop it right in my lap. And sometimes he makes me really work for it. So uh, it just depends on what's happening, but he definitely is my source of, 
inspiration and motivation and, and, and keeps me going. Nice. So what's been, uh, what was your biggest success? And I know probably can't share a name or, but, but can you share a story of, of one of the girls that's, that's gone on to do something different after starting at Polished? Um, well, one little gal that we had, we got her through a home, a day, um, it was a day program in downtown Denver and it's just a day program for homeless people. And so they can go in there and, um, they can use their computer. They can just have a place to go and get out of the heat or the cold and they can have a meal. They can wash their clothes in this area and everything else. And, um, she was just a feisty little thing and um, they had known her a while. She had been in and out of the program and she um, came to us and she really had the attitude, quite the attitude. And um, so she and I battled because she would argue with me and fight with me. And I would tell her, you cannot do this in the workplace, you know. And um, so we, 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 we went rounds and um, her dream was to start um, to start a counseling program um, to start in a counseling program so she could get some schooling and get some education and then start her own uh, counseling area or her own counseling practice even she wanted that's her goal so I still am in contact with the counselor at this uh, day program and she has now started school and got a grant to to attend Metro and start to take some classes um, through the um, counseling program down there. So to me, that was a big um, success because she really needed to understand that she had to keep herself in check and she had to listen and she had to really focus on um, herself and controlling her reactions. And so, and I think I feel like I really helped her with that because really her first outburst, any place else she would have gotten fired. And, and I didn't, you know, we, I sat her down and I said, Hey, you know, you can't yell at me. That's not going to work for you. So what, what can we do different? And so, um, so I would say that that was a success, success story. She hasn't arrived yet, but she certainly has enrolled and, and got the confidence to at least in, uh, uh, explore and get a grant to be able to, to start her classes. Nice. And, and of course, your ideal client um, kind of has two two strings. I mean, I think, right? I mean, entrepreneurs and realtors and um, folks that want to serve their client clients, and then HR for corporations that want to do employee recognition or employee gifting or employee awards um, are kind of both the two main categories. Are there any others for polished industries? Um, well, there's one that we haven't cracked yet. Um, a lot of my colleagues in other areas of, this, of the country have really done well with hospitality. And um, so that's one I'm, I'm trying to figure out and how to break into that. So they, they are connected with uh, some uh, big hotels and things like that, that when conventions start happening again, uh, they, they have a welcome package for all of the uh, attendees for a, a convention. And I, 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 I'm thinking that, you know, 2021 probably isn't going to be the year for that, but I'm thinking 2022 
will open that again and people will start having their conventions again. And we were, we were just starting to explore that a bit when COVID hit. So that just kind of got put on the back burner, but that would be a great place for us to either be in contact with uh, a huge hotel that houses the recipients of the, um, or the attendees for the convention or the companies that hold these conventions that uh, orchestrate everything and they get everything planned and they plan the lunches and they plan the, you know, everything else that's happening. Um, so that's one area that we, we are just starting to think about. Um, but that would be nice because they would want hundreds of, these gifts or kits or whatever it is that they want to call them for everybody that's going to attend their convention. And that would, that would, that would allow us to employ a lot of women. And that's one of my goals is to have more than one woman working for me at one time. And that's all. There was a time when we had two and then I had a, a assistant helping me. So we had a total of, um, for four people. And that was good. And then, you know, it, it just didn't sustain itself. So we've always had one, one uh, woman working with me and I'd really like to be able to expand that. But the only way I can is to have more business. So. Right. So the dream is 12, right? I mean, that, that, the original that was my, vision. Yeah. That was my dream to have three, three graduating and three coming in all the time. So we'd have a steady stream, but we'd always have like a dozen women working for us at different levels. And, and my big thing is that I want them to help each other. I want them to learn how to support each other and help each other and meet, meet each other where they're at and not have any competition going on, not have, if we have a, a dispute that happens, I say, okay, you two come in come into my office. We got to solve this right now. We can't have that going on out there on the floor. We have to, we have to take it, take care of it. And they don't have that, you know, they're, they're used to just, if you fight, you get kicked out and that's it. You know, that's just it. You don't have to, you don't have to have any skills to, to be kicked out. You just, <laughs> you don't learn anything from that. But I want, I want our atmosphere to be a really learning atmosphere of, okay, I don't like you today, so let's talk about that. And that's what's happening. And really, it's not what you're doing. It's what happened to me over the weekend, you know, and, and to be able to talk about that and support each other and say, you know what, I I think you did a great job today and have that be, come from a, one woman to another woman and, and not just me, not just me being the 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 support system for them, but them. And, and also to form some friendships that maybe they can take with them and just have the impact their life in a, in a way that no other company would be able to do for them. Right. Well, and, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think obviously the gifts are beautiful. Um, I've experienced and I've shared them and used them. So um, certainly appreciate you know, that aspect. So if somebody wants to get a gift, where, where's the best, what's the best place to go? They can go to our website, um, which is www.polishedindustries.org. And um, we are connected with the Gift Basket Association, which is in, in Arizona. And so they've enabled us to expand our website 
boy, I think we have like 300 products on there right now. And that benefits us because um, we get the benefit of those gifts, those beautiful gifts, but we don't have to um, stock all of that. Um, so we can get our products from the from this warehouse and either they will ship it for us or we will get the products in and we can ship it out from us. But then we also have a line of products in Denver that we um, we we design, we stock, we ship out. And so that's that's one part. And also, then, if there's something you need and it's not on our website, all you got to do is call me and text me or email me and we'll make it for you. Um, I would need to know what, what you're after and your budget. And then we go, go with it for there. So we have a lot of different, different things that come up. We have realtors say, you know, I'm, I've got this closing and they don't have any kids, but they have two dogs and their dogs are like their kids. So can you put some dog stuff in this basket for them? So sure. So we create a really nice closing basket for the, for the, the seller, the, the buyer. Um, but then we also throw some dog treats in and some dog toys. And so the whole family gets something out of the closing gift and it's just personal and, and, and nobody else gets that gift. It's theirs. That's their own gift. So, um, so they can do that. Another area that we've been working with, which is now revving up again, is we help with silent auctions and we will take, um, a lot of companies get donated gifts and they don't know what to do with them. They just have all this donated item stuff. And so we take it and we sort it and we create some attractive gift packages with whatever things they've gotten from their donors. And then we also can create a page for them on our website where their donors can go buy a gift and then we deliver it to them and they have to have it in their silent auction. And then we also give them a 10% check at the end of what they've sold. So we, um, so we donate to them too, but we handle it all. And, and we've had the people tell us, oh my gosh, that saved us so much time because they're usually on a volunteer basis if it's a nonprofit and they don't have the manpower to do that. And it can take them hours and hours and hours. And we have all the product, we have all the supplies, we have everything. So we just do it and then we deliver deliver it to their auction and they're just super happy. So we well, try of course to, they're all beautiful. So people want to bid on them. So yes, yes. And they're all different. So we, we don't let any duplicates slip through the cracks. So they have a whole array of diff, of unique gifts that are all, they all look different. So nice. Um, is there any other, advice or, or things you'd want to share with an entrepreneur or somebody just, just getting going in their business. Christy's words of wisdom. Uh, well, if God's backing you, you're going to make it no matter if it's your idea's success or his. But for people that don't believe in God, I think they just really have to be objective and look at it from all angles and um, look at it like what, like this is your idea and it's a great idea. And maybe you've bounced it off a couple people and they really, and they're like, yeah, you should go for it. That's a great idea. But then also have a talk with yourself about, well, what, what potholes might you hit? What could go wrong? What might, what might trip you up? And have a maybe a 
loose solution for that before the problem even hits. Because I've run into some and I've just been like, whoa, that's a wall and I didn't see it coming. And maybe if I just projected out and seen the wall coming, I could have handled it a little more gracefully or a little more effectively with without it stopping us dead in our tracks. It might have just slowed us down a little bit. So that's one thing I didn't look at. Like, okay, what what's what do I think is going to be our biggest obstacle in this? Which I think I, I know people like to be positive and think about the positive things and, and be positive, but you have to be realistic too. You have to know that there are going to be bumps that hit. And what do you think that those are going to be? Nice. Well, I sure appreciate you sharing today and thanks so much for, uh, for taking the time to, to be on my podcast. And I hope uh, some folks will go out there to polishedindustries.org and, and, uh, order some gift baskets to send to their friends <laughs> or clients. Yeah.